0: everyone, welcome to Guiding Voice podcast series, the guiding voice for a better future. This podcast is to help students and young professionals to shape their careers. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. Dear listeners, in this episode, we want to cover a topic related to corporate training, that is choosing training as a full-time career in your 20s in India. And we are pleased to welcome Aishwarya our show today to have a conversation around the same
1: Aishwarya Vivek has always believed life offers more when we ourselves expand our boundaries to reach the horizon from being a highly enthusiastic student who always stopped in maths to an engineer who loved studying about image processing Aishwarya has come a long way in choosing her profession as a soft skills and leadership trainer. Aishwarya holds a computer engineering degree from Pune University, a diploma in training and development from the Indian Society of Training and Development, along with prestigious Train the Trainer certification by Dale Carnegie.
0: So she has more than six years of industry experience, out of which Three years have been in training the college, school students, and IT professionals.
1: Aishwarya is an avid reader and a passionate toastmaster who has mentored innumerable individuals and helped clubs grow in India. Aishwarya, welcome again to the Guiding Voice podcast series. Happy to have you here.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm very, very glad to be here.
1: Aishwarya, let us explore your journey of becoming a trainer. Okay? Let's start with the basics. IT career is a lucrative one. What actually made you about making a shift?
2: Thanks for asking this question, Sudhakar. This reminds me of the day I was resigning my job, and my manager asked me the same question. She tried convincing me to stay back and also offered me a better role and pay. Now, I loved the company culture, the people, and the work. But I wanted to pursue my passion and no more just keep it as a thought in the back of my mind. I always wanted to do something that would make me excited each day. The excitement, the adrenaline rush, and the satisfaction is what I yearn for. And there is a quote, you know, that I absolutely love which says that you cannot always put your passion as plan B. Because that means you, some that know what you're doing is going to be a failure. Make it your plan A and work towards it. And yes, that's what I did. Trust me, it really worked.
1: So Aishwarya, how would you describe a typical day of yours?
2: Yeah, so in fact, I would say um, life of a soft skills trainer revolves around consistent learning, reading and analysis of topics. Now you want to be very thirsty to grasp knowledge and that is when this career would be exciting and fun. Like let me tell you that there have been days where I've had to deliver training content to the client within three days. That includes requirement gathering, research, curation, presentation and lot of other modules specific to that client. Also one very important skill that naturally comes for trainers is emotional intelligence. Only if we can look at life from another person's shoes can we go ahead and lend a helping hand to take him to the next level, isn't it? So yeah, I strongly felt that uh, it's the student or audience's success that defines my skills more than I could define it. So typically I feel that these two to three skills which I already spoke about are something that revolves in each day of a trainer's life.
0: I'm sure having seen you from your Toastmasters days and the way you crafted your career is really amazing. And me personally being a great fan of Toastmasters Club, can you share with our audiences on how joining a Toastmasters Club will help someone?
2: Toastmasters has helped me immensely in choosing this profession as a whole. Let me take you back to 2015 where I was clueless about my passion and was looking for ways of discovering it. I joined Toastmasters and realized it gave me a platform to speak, learn, mentor, and also hone my leadership skills. From literally not knowing how to draft a speech and present, I ended up mentoring a new club in Hyderabad, won five awards for completing different levels in communication skills and leadership skills, and also took up multiple roles in clubs and contests. Now, talking about the contests, I can't stress how much they push you towards working on your communication, pronunciation, grammar, articulation and so much more. The trophies and certificates are definitely a cherry on the cake to encourage you as a speaker. And the mentor mentee role really boosts people who join here as that is what we need today in our career to grow, isn't it? So according to me, Toastmasters has definitely helped me become a better person and a better professional and I'm sure it will help each one of you as well.
0: I think you have summarized it uh, very well, Aishwarya. You covered everything right from the communication aspect and the leadership aspect. In fact, I'm also one other live example of, I can call myself as a product of Toastmasters though my association has been very less, but it will definitely help somebody to improve their communication, leadership skills, and most importantly, improve their networking ability as well. So, dear listeners, in case if you are not already a Toastmasters member, I strongly recommend you to join a Toastmasters club nearby. And in case if you are clueless, just visit www.toastmasters.org and enroll yourself for any club which is nearby your location and you will see yourself transforming. Now, switching gears, uh, Aishwarya, how do you think students these days can scale new heights in their career by having a soft skills mentor in their college or in their
2: school. Yeah, so I recently read, Naveen, that students can land better careers or jobs, specifically if they have a soft skills coach or mentor to look up to from the beginning. We all agree that technical skills are what lands us a job, right? But soft skills are what helps us sustain it and become a better professional. Can this be learnt in a month or a year? Maybe yes, but diving into the whole essence of it and practicing it from an early age could build a stronger perspective for each of us about our career. And we are what decisions we make. And our soft skills play a huge role in this. And it is what shapes us. And personally, I feel that I'm very, very grateful to all the mentors I met throughout in this journey, because they are the ones who have actually given the right direction to the whole career that we land. So definitely having a soft skills mentor or a coach in school or college will help the student find the passion, find their career and craft a better future for themselves. (laughs)
1: Ashwarya, initially we talked about having passion as the plan A rather than a plan B or a C. Do you think pivoting, you know, your career and transitioning towards passion is a good choice? If yes, what is your message to people who plan to do that in near future?
2: Absolutely, why not? I believe that one must do what makes them happy and satisfied by the end of the day. I know of many people darker who have reached their 50s and regret for the career choices they made in their 20s and 30s, which is very sad to know. The world is dynamic and that's how we ought to be. So I believe that you must learn skills that interest you. Internet is a sea of opportunities. Talk to experts by connecting via LinkedIn or any other platform. Nothing better than talking to people who have already been there. Also, starting off your passion as a side hustle and building it into a profession brings life into perspective and also not letting finances go for a toss. So, if pivoting your career and transitioning towards your passion is a choice you would like to make, then definitely one must look into it and try and plan to make it a plan A rather than any other plan.
0: These are wonderful tips and I'm sure... Uh will motivate the young audience in terms of choosing their passion as a career. And Aishwarya, coming to other topic, can you talk about three skills that you learned and you strongly believe that they are the most important to transition one's career into training?
2: Yeah, so in fact, there are many skills that I have personally learned, but among all the skills, if I had to name three which are the most important, then yes, let me start with the first one, which uh, is reading. So I was never an avid reader. I was never a bookworm, you know, right from my childhood. But I slowly shaped myself to become one because I realized it opens up wonderful opportunities to grow ourselves and also help others grow. Second is listening. So as a trainer, our end goal is to help someone grow, right? See someone take the next step. And for this, I realize it's important to have an open mind and make an effort to listen and not just hear somebody. So there's a lot of difference between both of it. So when we try to listen to someone, we also try to see and understand their nonverbal cues, their words. What do they really mean out of that? So this is a very important skill that I feel should be inculcated. Third is being a subject matter expert. Now, it's very important for ourselves to be confident about what we are training. I cannot preach something that I don't practice myself, because in that process, I will lose my credibility. So no matter who the audience is, being a subject matter expert gives me the edge over them to put forth my research and experience as a trainer. So yeah, three skills to sum up, reading, listening, and being a subject matter expert of whatever you want to train in.
1: I think, Aishwarya, both three are interlinked as well, right? Only if you read and have a patient listening to what others' views are. That is when you will be able to transform yourself into a subject matter expert.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So great stuff there. On reading part, can you please share about the book that you love the most, which might have influenced you in the recent past? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, books are a great uh, way of finding what you really want to do in life, finding the driving factor in your life. What is it that you really want to do? So books have been a major driving force in my life too. And there are many books that have made an impact on my decisions, but uh, there are two books that I highly recommend and don't mind, you know, sometimes flipping the pages back and again when I need some inspiration. So one is Becoming by Michelle Obama and the other one is Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. So both of these books, it's mostly publicized to be a more of women empowering and um, women inspiration books, but I find it to be inspiring for everybody as such. Because the reason is anybody who's going through a tough phase in life and also wanting to feel understood and looking for some inspiration and motivation. I think these books will really provide them that. And I am clearly big cheerleaders of these two women who helped me in building confidence and shaping my life in a better way. So, uh, of course, these two books are something I would like to recommend everybody to read once.
1: Thank you, Aishwarya. It was indeed a great conversation, starting from the topics of how you evolved from being an employee to soft-skilled trainer and giving us the opportunity to have an insight on how Toastmasters actually helped you to be where you are. And with the recommendation of books, thank you very much. We really appreciate you taking time uh, from your busy schedule.
0: Thank you, Ashwarya.
2: My pleasure. Thanks a lot.
1: Dear listeners, to know more about our speaker and the content, visit or follow us on social media or feel free to email us and we will be happy to share further details with you.
0: Alright, it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about a women leader. Since we had a conversation with women leader, we thought it is better to talk something about a women leader. And folks, do you know who was the first female admiral in the U.S. Navy. Alright, any guesses? Okay. It is Rear admiral Grace Hopper. And she is not only the first female admiral in the U.S. Navy, but also known in the computer world for creating the popular programming language COBOL. COBOL is still widely used in mainframe systems and majority of the banking systems are still relying on COBOL programming in case if you are not aware. And she also came up with the term debugging after removing a moth from a computer. And from then debugging word has become very popular. No need to mention about it. If you would like to share any trivias, please feel free to share them through email. And our email address is theguidingvoiceforyou at the rate gmail.com or sms us or text us at India number 9494-587-187. We will not only share best trivias in future episodes, we will also announce your names. Again, we are open for suggestions on topics that you would like to hear from us through our email address. Our email address is theguidingvoice number four letter u at the rate gmail.com. You may also WhatsApp us on our India number 9494 587 187. Like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash the guiding voice number four letter u or follow us on twitter twitter.com slash guiding to stay tuned about our future episodes we are also available on instagram as the guiding voice for you also please subscribe to our youtube channel youtube.com slash c slash the voice there is more in store until next time have a wonderful time thank you for listening Take care and be safe.